Should we, uh, should we start with a beer uh, opening? Yeah. Okay, we here starting? we go. Yeah, let's start. So loud. <laughs> oh, yours was nice. Yeah. That was a good one. Cheers, buddy. Yeah, I How are you? Booked. Good, man. How are yeah, you? Yeah, we're doing well. We got Channing Apodaca here. What's going on, everybody? Live on the Sex Actually podcast. It's still called that? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing anymore. <laughs> why would you? You know, why would you do 245 episodes and rebrand? Yeah, I don't know. I'm so sick of the title. I get that. It sounds I, stupid. And then it's like comics talking. It's like we we do what we we talk about what we talk about. That's why I'd rather just be called like Dave. You know, or I was gonna call it Neil World. Yeah, I mean, eventually shit changes. Yeah, but then it's like, am I gonna change it again? It's been two different names already. You up was stupid for those original listeners. You up, but maybe I, that's what I do. Maybe every two years I just change what it's called. Who cares? I saw you posted something, uh, and it was just SAP. If you just yeah. called it like the sap, the sap. That's what I was thinking. Get sticky on your fingers. Ugh. The sap. <laughs> um, I, I I like that rebranding. Just the sap? The sap. Because like, when you think about it, like you poor old sap, and you're always self-loathing yourself oh, on here. Getting sappy. Getting sappy. Getting sappy. Getting sappy with Dave. And then it still stands for Sex Actually Podcast if you want it to. There you go. It's a double entendre. This is going to have like 15 names. And the worst part is that I don't want to change anything I do with the actual podcast. Mm-hmm. It's just about like an algorithm and branding. And like, you know, it's like I'm stuck in this sexuality page. If you look on iTunes sexuality, it's like swingers and like, and it's like dudes like, t- you know, like uh, t- uh, learning how to do oral on strippers. And it's like, that's cool. But like, that's not, that's what, not I, what you want to be. No, I mean, not on the podcast, at least, you know, <laughs> speaking of strippers, we got to go to a strip club sometime. I don't fucking like strip clubs, dude. Yeah, you've you've been uh, to the strip clubs around here in Burbank. Yeah, have you been? Have you been? We're we're in, live in Burbank, California, home of the uh, what what what's filmed here? Um, everything, nearly everything. You name it. Everything. I call Burbank the real Hollywood. It really is. Mm-hmm. We have the Bob Hope Airport, which is being changed to the Hollywood Airport, I believe. Yeah, riveting. And I just drove by one of the studios, and it's and there was a bunch of people with purple umbrellas that said um something. It said something like "Save Prince" or something on it, or like "Free Prince." I think it said, or no, it was it was it was injustice for Prince. And I guess there's some Prince issue. Maybe the studios own his music. I don't know. Oh, I could see that, or maybe like they own the rights to Purple Rain. But it's just something. You know what sucks? Like they probably spent a couple months organizing this protest, and then. There's five hurricanes. All of Mexico's under rubble. There's burning acres of land. And here they are because a dead billionaire, you know, Purple Rain is, you know, has yeah, some exhausting all their energy and all this Jeez. resources into somebody who eventually was going to kick it anyways. But we all have, like, you know, we all have things we fight for. But yeah, did Prince care for them? Are they just hardcore fans? I don't know. What is, is anyone listening part of this? Prince fan club? Did something happen? Does uh, is his music owned by Paul McCartney or some weird? Because isn't Michael m- Jackson? Yeah, Paul McCartney was Michael Jackson's music, right? Yeah, maybe he's owned by like Ringo Starr or something. There you go. Somebody from the Monkees. They just <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't get the whole fandom of when people like totally freak out about a dead celebrity, and that's like it's not new news to say that we all die. Yeah, it's not to say it's not sad. Everything's sad. We we've both dealt with death. 
like yeah. the last year yeah. to rewind. Cause it's yeah. like, we got to rewind for people. They find this podcast or they missed an episode or whatever you've got. I mean, we've got your friend. You had a good friend die. My friend died. Your dog died. Yep. It's uh, we've, we've sort of bonded in, in this weird misery. Yeah. I was thinking about Although that. I wouldn't today. call it misery, but like a weird, what's it called? Like, you know, it's like a, it's like post-traumatic, post-traumatic stress is when, and I don't mean to relate this to like having served in Vietnam or something, but it comes in different levels and you're imprinted when you see some horrific shit, it's imprinted onto your body. Cause you like dump testosterone and adrenaline in that moment. And then it's just like seared into your brain yeah. and it comes in different ways. Like what's been the last, I mean, it's been almost a year. Be one year next month. Jeez. What's today? Today's the 21st, the 22nd. Today's the 21st of September. Happy it'll fall, be, everybody. Yeah, it'll be one month and a day since... Uh, since your dog pet, yeah. your dog got run over. Yeah. Jeez. Fuck. Does it feel like it's been a year? It's, yeah, it's getting there. How does that compare to your friend dying? It's a weird thing. Like, I know I should have felt more... God, this is going to really hurt to say, but I've, I mean, I've already admitted it to myself and to other friends. My friend J.D. Sakamoto, he passed away uh, August 16th of last year. He fell off a roof. Fell off a roof. Yeah. Tragic. Both tragic Super deaths. tragic. And just one of, the, one of the greatest guys you could ever meet. Like, multi-talented in so many different things. Life of the party everywhere he went. Always a smile on his face. Always ambitious. Just a great guy. Um, I wasn't as close of friends with him as a lot of our friends or, like, as, uh, as close as I am with other people, you know? Yeah. Um, but he was, like, in my friend group that I first met when I came out to Los Angeles. But my dog was with me since I was 21 years old through multiple relationships, mul- multiple moves, multiple yeah, life phases. Yeah, you can't compare and, the two. And he was, he's my, my best friend, my little baby, you know, and, and just the way that he went out, it was, I wasn't there when JD uh, passed away. But, you know, you were there with me when Patches died. I was standing over him as a car slowly rolled over him. Yeah. You know, a Prius. I'm, yeah, and I'm beating on the window trying to lift the car obviously that's not going to happen and i pull him out from underneath the tire so there's just like it, it affected me more uh visually Be, because you might have some sort of guilt there was a lot of guilt. which is it, it's it's not ridiculous to say you shouldn't have guilt but like obviously you shouldn't but i mean we i we all felt guilt yeah but like we didn't you know we we're camping there was no whatever we don't need to relive the whole thing but it's like it's just it's just it's interesting because you know, life has all teaching moments and like some of them come with positive stories and some of them come with bullshit. Yeah. And that was another thing too, like going through that whole summer into the fall, like having JD pass and then when Patches died, there was this thing of like, and and another form of guilt on top of that. Like, why do I feel more, um, more down or, you know, depressed about my dog than I did about another human. And it's just about the relationship that you have with the thing that goes. I once met a lady when I was working at CVS, 18 years old. She carried around a stuffed animal, and she called it her child. I don't fucking know the story behind that. She's crazy as shit. That's such clearly. a CVS thing. <laughs> such a it's CVS, the CVS thing. thing ever, right? Ah, uh, the shit you see at a CVS. Oh, dude, I got stories. But, you know. Did she stuff I mean, her stuffed animal full of CVS receipts? Is that she, how? She'd, she'd be out in one, in one stop. She'd, that thing would be stuffed Light full. that shit on fire. But... You know, I mean, clearly she's crazy, and that's like the furthest extent that you can get with that sort of a thing. But who am I to say? I don't know what she she went through with that thing, dude. I'm looking at like what exactly shit, and we can hold emotions different ways. I used to talk to my Legos, and it's like you you know what I mean. Like you can take you can take a memory and put it into an object. You can like this 
PBR we're drinking, I can say like, this is going to represent episode 244 and you then, and, and crush it on your head. And every time you look at it, you're going to go, Oh yeah, I remember that hurt. But I, and then you're going to, it's like, you can carry, they, they, it used to be a pickup technique they would share. I'm trying to think what it was called, like anchoring or something, some like psychotic term. But it would be the idea that like if you met a girl at a bar, you'd like give her something. And she'll and, remember you for and it. And she'll remember you for it. And I had a chick do that to me. She gave me this little um, kind of like Finding Nemo f- rubber fish, but the size of a quarter. And, and this chick had great boobs and uh, she's, she's fallen off the the wagon, you know, this is years. She's later. still around. You still talk to her? No, no, no. I've seen her on Facebook, whatever. Wow. She was, she went to my college. But like I feel like she gave me a kiss. She was the type of girl, she was sexy, but she would kiss everyone, not make out, but she'd be like, Nice to see you, kiss on the lips. Everything was a kiss on the lips. So wow. of course me, just a pathetic sort you of took like that as a sign I took that as like, oh yeah, we're going places. And uh, she's also the first girl to give me Adderall, which is interesting. Um because I was such a, like a straight edge. But anyway, she gave me this fish and I could not stop thinking about her and became obsessed with this girl. And it was the You still same. have the fish? No. I mean, may, maybe it's somewhere, but like... It's in a shoebox somewhere in a closet. Yeah, 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 yeah. But like, you know, next to that Adderall she gave me. But, <laughs> but it, was, it, it was interesting that just like people, like you can... Like we're, it's such a dynamic world where you can bottle up emotions. Like, I'm, like you, you have your dog's leash, right? Mm-hmm. Like that's just like... A simple like people carry around their or have yeah. the ashes they earn of their, you know, dog or or mom or whatever, and it's just a those ashes only mean as much as what you give it, which is like the respect, the love, the memories, all the good things, things like that. Yeah, I mean, there's a certain shit that you can't get rid of, you know. Like I, I have his collar. I mean, I have my collar, the collar of my dog from when I was sixteen. She died. I had her since I was eight, six, seven, eight years old. She died when I was sixteen. I still have that collar. Yeah. I mean, I've just always been an animal dude. But yeah, you hold on to these little mementos. See, I'm an adopted animal lover. Like, Boone was Tasha's, you know, for like four. So he's eight. So, like, Tasha and I have been named four years. So the dog's been mine for half the dog's life. Yeah. This dog, you know, he's obsessed. But I, we, we took the dog to a friend's house, and the friend, you know, the friend had. Um, dude's he, a maniac, by the way. What, my dog? Boone, yeah. Yeah, he's cool. He's, he's, he's just, he's yeah. a trip. Dog, cars stop to, like, when I walk him. Yeah. He's, like, he's a he's, calendar dog. Yeah, he's the equivalent of just like a hot chick in a mini skirt walking down the street, and like the construction guys are like, "Woo, woo, yeah, yeah, mommy, mommy." <laughs> but instead, I got like all sorts of people like pulling over, and I live in like a Mexican neighborhood, so oh, qué lindo, and like just work. Qué lindo, Yeah, and I've don't no idea what they're saying. What's so funny is Boone doesn't he doesn't speak language; he speaks intonations. Yeah. So like, it doesn't matter what language you're speaking. He's like, oh yeah. I'm gonna get on the ground and you're gonna scratch my belly right now. Like he just knows no matter he the language. He knows like when somebody's like coming towards. He milks it so hard too. Yeah, he's a you milker. You come toward him and you got your shoulders are all hunched over, your arms are out, and the dude drops. And your girl, your girl watched him for a week. Yeah, we spent a week with him. So you did you spend a lot of time with him? Yeah, oh, that's good. Yeah, I mean there was like a couple nights where he would be sleeping, or like I'm just sitting on the couch or whatever, and he does that thing where you touch him once and you can't. He, not he just his nose Dude. is forever wet. Yep, just a wet nose, and he nuzzles it under. <laughs> like he'll he'll he you know he does what you do when you're hooking up for a, with a chick and you're trying to like 
get your dick in her hand. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. You start rubbing your nub on her. Like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> he does that with his wet nose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's just looking for a hand job by the nozzle. Yeah. That's all he wants. So you, so your girl, Crystal, she's been on the podcast. I think the last time we podcasted was on the way to Palmdale or Lancaster, whatever you call it. There and back, yeah. Where you crushed stand-up. We so both did had you. A, we, you had a good set. We both had a good set. I, I said you crushed because I wanted the... We're, we're, I want you to scratch my back. Yeah, I, I did the the comparison after we dropped you off. I said, "All right, honestly, Crystal." No, we did that on the show. We did that during now the show. Now we recorded before we went there. No, we did a, we did a there oh, we did and a, back. Oh, we did it there and back. Remember? And I think oh, it, you asked your girlfriend who did who better. Did better. She said you. No, she did. <laughs> I had to deal with. But she had. She was like, "Yeah, but you had to deal with microphone issues." Because remember the dude unplugged me. Yeah. Motherfucker unplugs me in the middle of my set. People think stand-up is all Chris Rock specials with perfect wireless microphones. And it's really like we performed in front of like a window with a Bank of America neon sign behind us. Um, it was the second story, but in any, any other building, it would have been the third floor. Yeah. Height-wise. I love, though, that's that my cheating, my relationship cheating is getting on stage and flirting with the audience. That's what it is. And I don't want to sound gay. I don't think it has to deal, do with, deal with gender. Like, yeah, I want to flirt with the no, chicks, but I'm stroke. like talking to the dudes too. Like, I'm not flirting like, hey, you suck my dick. I'm like, l- like I want to be, I want the dudes to want to be my buddies and I want the chicks to want to fuck. That's yeah, it. Yeah. And I think that's what you want. Or, or like if the audience is older, you just say, like, I want that guy to be like my uncle. Just for that one moment, you want that sort of, I don't know, affor- the, that affirmation. It's that ego stroke. And, yeah. and just like a... Uh, 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 just a wanting like when you're when you're working the audience and they want you to keep going and they're not like ah oh, man leave me alone I don't want to do this and you're getting you know knee slaps and claps and people are laughing dude you're you're getting a text back right there you know what I mean yeah and it's pride like if you're a carpenter you want someone to be like this guy makes fucking great you know what I mean like yeah. you, it's I feel like no matter what you do you want people to respect it if you have a job that sure. kind of has sort of a product I don't know. Do you feel that way with stand up? Like, what do you, like, what got you? Do you, did you need, because I got to meet your family last week. You seem to have a pretty well adjusted family. Like, most comics are just fucked. Yeah. I mean, we, our family is like fucked as any other. You know, you met us, you met everybody at a birthday party, but um, pretty, pretty normal. I don't know. I was just always like a goofball. I was always running bits when I was little. Did your parents believe in you? Did they give you the affirmations? Like, There was no like general push. I was never pushed to like go to college or do better. It was just like, whatever you're doing right now, do good at it and try your best. And at that point, it was high school. You know? not, I mean, not when I started stand-up, but just like before I branched out on my own. But when you decided person. to like get into comedy, they were like, oh, this is right for you. No, not really. It was just kind of <laughs> like, it was just kind of like, oh yeah, you're doing that thing. I mean, I started out at the Groundlings, um, and it was just like, oh yeah, you're doing, you're, you're doing your little improv thing. So what? And you know, they don't know the difference between improv and stand up. So everybody just bits the, the, your sketches. Yeah, my parents really weren't that into it. I had my uncles and aunts were a little bit more interested in it because they don't live in Cal or they don't live in Los Angeles. They probably don't have the investment that your parents have in you yeah, where they exactly. want you to have a nine to five. Cause that seems like the route to success. Yeah. I mean, I can't tell you how many times I've told my mom, like I, I, I want to stop working and just do, just do comedy full time. Yeah. Which, you know, FYI, anybody listening, all comics in LA, except for 
you know. Some people live out of their cars, but it's yeah, like you man. still got to buy a coffee. Yeah. Like you still like literally I did two mics last night. It cost me 10 bucks. You got to buy a drink or something. Yeah. I bought a soda water and a Diet Coke at two different places, literally because it was probably cheaper than the bottle of water <laughs> just to get up and get my stage time to work on my own material. Yeah. That, you know what I mean? It's just insane. We, we, we take, we, it's whatever. It's like part of the process, but. Pay to play. But, uh, I mean, I've told my mom that so many times. I'm like, I want to do it. I want to do it so bad. And she's like, well, don't, you know, there's no backing. Like, you know, you're going to, you're going to make it regardless. Yeah. And, or, you know, no fine. No, like, well, I'll, but I'll leap in the you. net will appear. Now the idea with leap in the net will appear. I tell people it's that. What does that mean? It's, it means if you jump, expect that you will be caught. Mm. You're not going to splat like I'm, I've, your your friend fell off the roof. So I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's been over a year. This was an ancient. Well, it didn't take boot. didn't take a month for me to start doing jokes on stage. I about know it, you had so. some good ones. Yeah, you had some good ones about it. But that's you know a uh, comedy's tragedy plus time. Yeah. You know, and and maybe over time the, those jokes will come back and you'll you'll have a different respect for them. Sometimes it's the lack of time that works shit out. But uh, fuck was I going to say? But so jumping at leap leap in the net will appear. It's just like this ancient. Chinese proverb that's you know it's just you have to physically make a decision to do something and then the results will come around it's a law of attraction so it's you know the cookie cutter like um uh you know uh coloring book of it all is the secret which is like if you just say it and think it it'll happen it's like yeah but like all that vision board bullshit yeah but that's good and and well but what you really have to do is one step in front of the other, get on stage. Like yeah. it's a very specific thing you have to do and things will come of that. Yeah. But I it takes, put, a, it's just a long game. I can put a Netflix uh, special on a vision board every single day for the rest of my life. But if I don't get up at a mic, you didn't want it bad enough, a week, you know? Yeah. And, Netflix and, isn't going to come knocking. I have to go find them. And the sad thing is people will spend 10 years or 20 years of their life realizing that leap in the net will appear. Like, because what, what they've been told their whole life is leap and be careful because you're going to lose your health insurance and this is going to go bad and this. And, you know, it's like our parents, they just don't, they just don't understand, you know, but like they really come from this very like scared place. And we, we grew up, I mean, I'm 32, I'm a little older, but I graduated college, right? Got my job, first job at a college in, in advertising. And then right when that fucking shit hit the fan with, you know, the financial industry, everything just hit the fan. Everyone got laid off. And then immediately it was like, oh, I don't. There's no pressure to have a real job now. Like, no one's got one. It was bad. Yeah. So it was just like, it was easy to just not have the pressure to be, like, successful. And I could just get into, like, sneak into not doing business. I literally lasted six months in a corporate world before that. Yeah. I got fired, like, before seven months into it. Doing why, Why'd you get fired? No reason. Just Just let go. shitty at it. No, I wasn't laid off. My mom tried telling people I was laid off. It's like, no, mom, I got fired. Like, you're just like, Dave, you're not good at this. You got to go. Yeah. Literally, I I couldn't have paraphrased it better than that. It was this lady, Stephanie, and she was like, yeah, you can't do that. Like, you're not, this isn't for you. And my stepdad had already told me, like, hey, I'm surprised you're taking a job, like, with a cubicle. Like, it just never pegged you that way. And I was kind of offended that he would say that. Like, you know, fuck you. But, like, you know, like, it was like a real blessing. Yeah, you got to look back at that now and be like, he's right, first of all. And then look at that as a sense of pride that you're somebody who won't be trapped. And how much time I saved. Yeah. Like not like figuring that out. My friend Patsy, she did everything I did in college. We did the Public Relations Society. We were both in fraternities and sororities. We were literally like best friends, still our best friends. And Patsy, her mom, uh, she's from Maine, 
very traditional small town, like a thousand people live in this town. She walks down the street, hey, Patsy, Patsy, everyone knows her. And her mom was like, you know, she spent maybe a, a couple weeks. Bonjour. She was Belle. She was Belle of Belgrade, Maine. She's from Belgrade. Belle of no Belgrade. Shit. There you go. Full circle. And uh, Tiny Town. And she, her, her, her mom, you know, very, oh my gosh, she's the nicest lady. They're, they're the sweetest people in the world. But was like, hey, like, fun, fun time's over. Like, I'm, I'm pretty sure that's the quote she said, fun time's over. And it's you like got to get a job. Two weeks after college. And Patsy Jesus. was like, graduated, top of her class, super creative, amazing, this and that. She bounced around for four, five, six years, hating her jobs. Good jobs, but hating them. And she finally was like, oh my God. And this, this is like all within the last year. Super creative. She was finally like, fuck it, I'm going to start my own thing. She started like her own like greeting card line. And I was like, yeah, start simple. Make a fucking greeting. Like you will go straight to the front of wherever you want to go based on your charm and creativity and all that. Yeah. She met some lady and it always it's always the same story. She met some lady who like worked with Oprah. Like one of those stories where like ladies like you're like she could pick up on Patsy's energy and like drive and was like, you're going to work with me now. Got her this job. Now she's like organizing these gigantic events all across the country doing what she wants to do which put her, which is, which her brand is putting her magic little touch on things like patsying it like she just her she, she's the like literally she's getting paid now to be herself she's not getting paid to you know fun times over go do something else like she had to go the long route it took about 10 years of like kind of like failing and realizing fuck and that guilt that people have that yeah. they're not doing what they're supposed to be doing it's like what's the price of success if you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing and I just think of people that like find that out in the forties, they quit their job or it's like, man, or seventies, but it's, it's never too late, but it's also like, if that, if you're feeling that way, yesterday was the day you needed to start. Yeah. Like best time to invest Do you is think today. That's like an Amer- a uniquely American thing that this society focuses so much on like capital gain and, and, you know, doing, you know, like you said earlier with my parents, like a full-time job, doctor, lawyer, that type of shit that we put in adoration on that sort of it's thing. It's a weird pride. Of like, yeah, instead of focusing on personal happiness, like there's no there's nothing in our society other than, you know. We're not that happy of a society. We're not. And we're not the hardest working. Fuck yeah, no. They say what? They, they, I, I saw some stat, like the average like nine to fiver works two and a half hours a day. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like like there, I lived, I studied abroad in France and uh, fucking lazy French. Uh, studies like independent studies, and if people listening, I'm not anti-American, but like open up our fucking no, eyes. Not at all. Studies show that like the French actually have a, a way better work ethic. Yeah. And I've and I've worked with uh, my uncles from France, and I, I painted a house with them, and like they would go slow but perfect. They would get it done. They would have a nice long lunch. Like it's like what do they work? You know, you painted a house with him in France. No, here he lives oh. here. Yeah, in the East Coast. Yeah, but but I was like, I don't know why I picture him using like a small art brush. Yeah, with a with a baguette. He painted with a baguette. Very <laughs> with slow like a, job. A color wheel on his thumb. <laughs> yeah, in a in a French beret. <laughs> I painted. He's he's a twin, and uh, his brother Alain doesn't speak English. So I was like, I learned pretty good French painting this house with this French dude. It was really interesting. But it, yeah, it, you know, it's it. But so it's like, yeah, we don't. It's like, so what? Work for enterprise. Go. I mean, go. If, if, you, if, if all you want out of life is to like rent people cars and hand them the keys and clean interiors of a car. Fine. Like maybe that's, maybe that's literally all you want in life, but maybe you watch like, maybe you want to be on a billboard and like share a feature film or be a poet or I don't know. I don't know. I don't care. I really don't care what it is people want to do, but there's a market for whatever, like the world's so broken down to tiny little sub 
economies that like if you literally want to be the dude that makes this water bottle then make the best fucking water bottle yeah you know and make some stupid thing and go sell it at farmers markets or something that's how like, like yeti coolers got started yeah and look at how fucking who, huge who they in the are world now. would pay that much money for a cooler i have one i got it as a gift but you know what i mean like a 300 hundred dollar cooler yeah but once that one breaks you're going back to yeti for sure yeah mm-hmm well, maybe now you get a little shitty and grin. On <laughs> I'd, get a, I'd get a I'd get a Yeti. Get one of those styrofoam ones that I'd you get, toss away at the beach. I'd get the Yeti koozie. Yeah, I, I'm a, I'm on a big koozie? I'm on a big koozie kick. Yeah, I'm big into koozies. Mm. I should get some sex actually, some T-Sap koozies. Yeah, do you do any branding of the show? None. You should. I know I'm bad. I'll design you some stuff. I've had people listening. Uh, we got a girl. Oh, I don't want to fuck this up. Is she in Vancouver? Is she in Vancouver? I think she's in. Fuck, she's we got we got a Canadian listener who offered to re re um design all of our stuff. You don't know her name? She's she's cute. She's a cute, fun, nice listener. She's uh she she wrote in with some questions and I probably shot all over the answer. I don't know. Oh god. People all have the same questions and it's really it's really interesting how it all comes down to just being honest and open with your significant other. Like, do you I've never hear of you and Crystal fighting. Like what's your where 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 are you guys at? You dated for a few years now? Yeah. Um, I'm actually moving in with her in whoa in nine days. Wow! Yeah. It's not permanent. Uh, That's how it starts. That's I what know. I said. No, <laughs> uh, we'll see. I'm going for two months. Is the plan now? Because obviously, you look around my apartment right now. We got boxes everywhere. We're moving out of here. Nice place, though. Thanks. Really nice place. Um, and she's going back to school, so I'm gonna be helping out with her rent while she's doing that. And then it'll give me time to save up some money and uh, find the place that I want instead of being forced into some L.A. real estate bullshit. You, you know? think you can move in with your girlfriend and then move out? I don't know. I've done it before, and it uh, it was supposed to be a temporary thing. I dated one chick for about four or five years or something like that. We ended up moving in, and within a year, we were done. From living together? Uh, living together for about a year. I don't know. what What is that? I don't know, dude. Does it just make you f- like focus... Like, Realize what's what's wrong with each other together. I think you just it you start finding reasons to fight because you get around somebody too much and you don't have your own personal space and especially some some girls and some guys just aren't compatible like that. Like for us at at that time, it was like she wanted me to be like on the arm at all times, and it's like no, dude, I don't want that. That's not how I find affirmation and affection. And I don't think women really. I don't want to say like women are clingy. It's it's because guys can be super clingy. Absolutely, but women. But there's something about there just has sometimes to be a compatibility between the two people. Yeah, and in and in any relationship, it's a given a pull. It's a whatever pushing a pull, and sometimes you just want to know the other person's there for you. Like I got to call Tasha, and she was like sad. She was like, "Yeah, I wish you were home." And it, it's like three for people listening. It's like three in the afternoon, and um, I woke up early. I had like I, I had like sets last night pretty late got home well and she had to be out the door at like 7 30 so i woke up early with her i mean i really have no choice she's like we wake up early with me it's like i have no choice if you know our living situation like once the lights go on i'm not sleeping anyway so i might as well get yeah. up we set the coffee on a timer hang out with her it gets me up i'm doing my thing whatever but it's like i was like why like we i had a plan i was like well let's go on a hike in the morning i'll be home for dinner we'll make some chili like you just have to for make me some chili yeah she's good at chili cincinnati for from the, she's kentucky but near cincinnati they actually make a really good chili they put chocolate in it the fuck chocolate just tiny bit you wouldn't even know i'm gonna get you some you Does won't even melt? know yeah you melt some melt a little bar of chocolate for those listening yeah i'm back on the chocolate kick oh, got a shit. little bit so but anyway it's just about like letting her know, like, hey, they didn't forget about you. I'm just out. 
Yeah. But like I'm used to like my I live living in the fraternity or even with the roommates. No, but no. Your buddy might be like, hey, what you coming home? You gonna watch a game? And if you say, oh, no, I'm out. They'll be like, OK. They're not going to be like, Ugh, fine. You know, it's like a different expectation. So like with a girlfriend, it's like it's OK for them to want to know where you are. Uh, but at the same time, it's like, it's, can be exhausting just as a guy, because I'd like to just, I have three backpacks in my car, one with podcast shit in it, one with gym clothes. And then I got like a beach towel. Like I'm just ready to go. Yeah. I got all my shit in my car. At all times I don't like, like being home. I like to be, I like to go to the gym and maybe I end up at the beach. Who knows where I'm going And with her. It's a lot of just like, it's just different. I'm not, it's not bad. It's just different. So I've had to learn how to, how to deal with living together and in the, in the worst, the worst we've ever been like stretch of time was when both of us weren't working. Oh, it was horrible. Yeah. Cause you're sitting down and there's just this shared nothingness between each other. And that's what I'm saying. You I go get- to her castings together. We go to castings together and sometimes it's fine. We went a few days ago to her casting and I had baseball after. So we, we did a little bit of both, but like, yeah, it's like, man, you really need that time to go do your own shit. And then you come on like, how was your day? Ah, oh, this happened. Oh my gosh. And it's like fresh. Yeah, because what happens, you spend the whole fucking day together, and there's nothing to talk about at the end of the day, but they still want to talk. I'm trying to work out. I don't, I don't have a bit about this, but I'm saying, like, L.A. traffic, the worst part about L.A. traffic is if my girlfriend's in traffic and I'm not, she'll call me. Oh, dude. And then and then all of a sudden, I'm in traffic with her. Yeah. And she'll be, like, talking to me, like, yeah, I'm going to go there. This fucking ass. And then she'll just start yelling at some guy. Yeah, and it's and then like, then I mean, the- I'm, like, literally on the phone with her, but I'm in the passenger seat, like, oh, shit. So now I've, I've driven two hours today. I, now I'm driving with her, and it's like... And you're trying to do your own shit. And I'm like, all right, well, I got nothing to say. You just took one hand away. So, and she's like, oh, fine. I'll call. And it, yeah. I, don't, I don't mean to make her sound like crazy. No, dude, but it's I like, think that's a shared thing. South Park love. just did that on one of re- the recent episodes. Of the, yeah, just that, that phone call. killing me, dude. She'll call me, and then like, you'll just hear nothing. On yeah, the other it's end. like, well, what do you want? Like, what, are we, what are we doing? We, can I... And, and, you know, back in, like, New York, like, oh, I got to get in the subway now. I got to go. It's like, you had a reason. Now it's like, well, I got a hands-free device. I have yeah. no reason not I'm to such, talk to I'm you. I'm such a fucking asshole. There'll be times where, like, I'll get the call. It's like, what are you doing? The fuck do you think I'm doing? It's 4 o'clock. I'm trying to nap. Why <laughs> the fuck you call me? Did you ever, you ever have, like, your phone out? You're trying to, like, beat off. You got some porn going on. And then oh, your call. chick calls you. And you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> I've had you call me with my dick in my hand. <laughs> hey, man, whatever gets you going. Whatever gets you <laughs> off, buddy. But it's like it's not it's not really talking shit. It's just it's just different. Like it, it's just weird because if she like I I like to think I've come a long way, but I'm still super codependent. Like I could tell she wasn't happy that I wasn't gonna be home when she got home. It de- doesn't mean she was mad at me. And it's like okay, what's the worst case scenario? She wants to hang with me. Wow, I'm a piece yeah. of shit. You know what I mean? So it's, it's a like hard thing. See, I'm almost the opposite. I'm a little bit too independent. Because, like, I've had relationships where I was the codependent one, and I think I was scarred in those. What flipped you? Just doing it over and over. And then I, I think with every single one, you, I just became more and more. But and do you think you're I'm, independent because she's the right level of codependent? Like, do you think that you get enough love and attention from her that you're able to, like, drift a little bit? Yeah. So she's, got, she's given you enough uh, tether on the line. 100%. But I, it's, it's a problem for me because, I, like I said, I get too independent at times. I can always give more back. How, what's too independent? Do you go days without talking? No, but days with minimal talking where it's like, you know, we have conflicting schedules, especially with her being back in school right now. It's going to be like that. And just, Sophomore in high school, she is. Yeah. Yeah, she's a... Uh, 14. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I met her when I was substitute teaching. <laughs> um, Best way. 
Bet, no. no wonder you're independent. <laughs> it's the <easiest> way. <laughs> yeah. Stay after for class. It's like going fishing in a pet shop. Um, but no. <laughs> um, <laughs> what was I? No, I stumped you on the uh, sex teacher talk. Yeah. Uh, no, but I, I can always just give more back. You know, there, there will be days where, I'll, where we won't be not talking, period, but just minimal. You know, text, short phone call, but it's like, you know, I don't really have much to tell you. You know, we're not, we're not making plans. Yeah. Um, I'm still the same person. I haven't changed my views politically. I love you. Does she need quality time? Yeah, and so do I, not to say that I don't. Have you ever not, because in my relationship, very rarely, and it doesn't mean I don't love her, it doesn't mean that, but very rarely do I not have enough quality time. Like, I don't, that's not what I need from her. Yeah. Like, like my, like, I, I don't know. That's just, I know she needs, I know, she, I know that's important to her, but t- for me, it's like, tell me I'm a good guy, slap me on the ass, and I'm out the door. I'll be home tonight. Yeah. With good news. Same way. And I'll bring home some bacon. I'm the same some way. Some chili. Like, I, I, I love it, and there are times where I'm like, shit, yeah, dude, we're just going to chill on the couch, just her and me, we're going to watch a movie, it's going to be great, we'll cook some popcorn, break out some wine, or whatever, but that's almost idealistic, you know, because I could, I could so do without it a yeah. lot of the time, and it's not to say anything like, oh, I don't want to be with you, at the, I don't want to be with anybody, not like in relationship-wise, but like maybe just in those moments. There dude, I want a giant... Where I don't need that. I want a giant iced coffee. I want to go to a Starbucks. I want to stare at strangers. Right now? No, like that's what I want to do most of the time. It's just not, it's actively just like be just a dude like surrounded by strangers. Oh, see, I just can't, I like that too, actually. I like being at shows and like in, in theater lobbies or like at a mall sometimes. One foot in, one foot out. Yeah. Yeah, I like to. Uh, that's my form of like meditating. Like I like, I like put this way I like to go to Runyon Canyon. I know a million people are going to be on that trail. It's going to smell like dog piss. I mean, a bunch of fake tits, asses, lips, dudes, hardos. But, like, I don't need to say hi to them, but I'll see them, nod, you know. But Tasha like- likes to go to the other canyon, Griffith, where it's no one but rattlesnakes and coyotes. And, like, she likes to be alone. And that's just... Deer. What, and deer. And I that's, almost got hit by a deer there once. No shit. Yeah. Ran, and, ran into me, you? Me and Patchy, R.I.P. Jeez. Yeah. Deer just ran out, just crossed you over. Dude, like, remember your story so we can pick back up on that, but let me tell you this real quick. So it was me and Crystal and Patch before he had passed away. Went up to Griffith. I would hope so. And, uh, no, we took his dead body. I've taken his ashes on a hike before. That's cool. Yeah. I'm with that. Right, right after Closed. He passed. Closed, I would hope. Yeah. You don't have I, my, like, a paper plate. <laughs> <laughs> just a cup full. Upwind. No. Um, have you scattered some of his ashes? Nothing yet. You gonna or no? Maybe, maybe once this year hits. How about a year anniversary? Up. I don't know, man. Hey, no, no rush. No pressure. I, I've thought about going back and maybe leaving a little bit there, but then, like, then I just got an open bag of ashes that I have to worry about. Would you go back regardless of the ashes? One day. Yeah. Well, it's not going anywhere. Yeah. Uh, what was I talking about? Um, the deer. So we're in fucking <laughs> Griffith, dude, and, and me being the stupid asshole dude that I am, I'm like, come on, babe, let's go off trail. And so I take us down this, like, steep-ass mountain patches is right on my tail and he's a little dog you yeah him? he's the size of that water but bottle. they got low center of gravity though yeah but he was also but yeah they'll get swallowed trooper. by yeah he was a fucking trooper he went everywhere i did right on my hip and any hill and he three-legged dog and he would climb that hill with me up and down it oh that's right and so we're going and crystal hadn't come down yet she was still at the top she was a little bit nervous to come down but patchy's right there on my ankle and i turn around i look at her Look back down, and an entire pack of deer, a full fucking family from the bushes, leaps 
Jeez. Five minutes. And they're, they're scared going the so shit fast, out of you? Dude. Oh, dude. Frozen. I've said that. Patches as well. Like, I look down at him. And Doesn't that make frozen? you wonder, like, if you would ever survive in a world where, like, humans weren't the... You know what I mean? Like, if a, if, if that was a mountain lion, you're, you're just dead. Oh, dude, I'm dead. You're dead. You're That's just dead. That's what I thought. It, like, at first, you can't tell. It's just And for those listening, there is a mountain lion in this trail, P-22. It's an actual 155-pound mountain lion. One. Last one. It's tracked. But it lives there. It hasn't attacked any humans. But, you know, they, they're, they're kind of designed yeah. to rip your face off from behind. Yeah, I'm so down with that thing living there, though. Yeah, absolutely. Like, if as I would find out that they got rid of it, I'd be like, that's fucked. Now, you're just not supposed to go there, like, starting at sunset, we, we leash the dog. Because they're, they dump pheromones. Coyotes do that, too. They'll dump pheromones, and they'll dogs will chase after you them. You get coyotes right here, dude. I've had coyotes walk right across the street. If you look out at this building right there, I've stood at the edge of my driveway. They're koi wolves now. They've mated with wolves. Yeah. They're actually growing in size. Oh, really? Yeah, they're in every state except Hawaii. That makes sense. Yeah, they've spread to every state. They actually live in downtown there. L.A., they actually like have dens in the city. They're not. Yeah, it's, I heard on the Joe Rogan podcast. Yeah, they have. They're studying them. Holy shit! And, and whenever they try to kill them, they, they've 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 tried for generations to exterminate them. Like they have, like the the American wolf, they got rid of. They they just reintroduced it. They got rid of it. But like coyotes are like way smarter. They're badass motherfuckers, dude. Like, and they don't mess around. Like this dude that was crossing my street. Like they're not that big. They're the size of a. In like an Australian sheepdog or whatever, you yeah. know, uh, he was crossing the street and he knew I was there and he knew that I knew he was there and he walking straight, but cocked his head to the side and just trotted. Like I got my eyes on you. Like, you know, when and he, he probably wasn't the only one. He oh, was like no. probably the scout. Yeah. You know, he's reporting back to the, yeah. to the, to the tribe. He probably just went to go grab a raccoon or something. I mean, they're, they're really smart. Back. Yeah, but I mean, just the confidence that that little thing walked around with. I was but like, that's what they do. So they'll, they'll play. Street. This is your street, bro. <laughs> you got it, bro. <laughs> they'll, they'll, they'll play with dogs and they'll, lure, and they'll dump the pheromones and they'll lure the dog back to their pen where they'll have like, you know, 10 coyotes waiting. It's pretty, it's pretty insane. Damn. And you can't hate on it. It's just, it's just insane. We, but yeah, I don't, I don't know. What were we talking about? It's LA. It's where, so Tasha, actually, you said she, you had a deer jump in front of you. Mm-hmm. She was doing a photo shoot in Griffith and had a coyote do the same thing. Jumped right in front of her. I had a family of deer. So it was about five of them. There you go. Yeah. And Patch just froze. We both froze. And you remember him? He was a skittish little dude. I expected him to run, like just be gone. But it was so fast and they were just so big that like, it just and they were probably boat. scared of you guys. They yeah. probably just like, I didn't think expect. they bolted so quick to get away. Yeah, but I mean, like you said, if that was any other animal, weird. I'm dead. So now, so so you're gonna move in with Crystal. Yep. Who, by all means, has my seal of approval. You've dated almost since you were you were bit kind of single when I met you, but you pretty much dated her for them. It's interesting. We both been in relationships for like our own friendships. Yeah, there was about a year after you and I had met. That's I didn't like you that year, so that's why. <laughs> no I'm kidding. That makes so sense. you <laughs> no, almost almost a solid year in there. I think where I was not is in she, but like you're 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 a few years younger than me. Are you looking at her like this is the one? I mean, I I, I hate to put you on the spot here. I know she listens. Wow, babe. <laughs> she listens to every episode. Does she really? Yeah. Uh, cool. Maybe not me. as much anymore because she doesn't have the time. I'll tell you, I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this real quick. Tasha has and she's Tasha's a very. Um, she can be very anxious and worrisome as a human was, has never been so confident in crystal watching Boone and you you as well. Even though we got locked out and had to tear your door up. Yeah. Even that, even that she was like, fuck it. Like she just, you know what I mean? And that says a lot. She really trusts you guys. That's dope. Um, I'm going to dodge that last question. Dodge it. You shouldn't know. And I think it's important also to not 
look too far ahead because obviously that's my thing is I don't you know there will come a time where I'll be like you know what I'm ready and and, and the whole foundation will have been built fuck yeah. right now you're building brick by brick the foundation and right now I'm not I'm not focusing on that sort of a thing right now like I got a lot of shit on my plate involving like comedy and writing and performing and all that shit and that's where my focus is at and not well I'm gonna I'm gonna plan a wedding yeah, well, nah. I mean, nah, playa. Well, I was thinking, like, I, I'm thinking, my, my whole big thing about not getting engaged and, and married is, look, if, if, if money wasn't an issue, it'd be like, let's just get married. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, let's, but it's like money is a thing, and it is financially the, probably the number one reason people get divorced. So it's like, what, what can we do? And I want to include Tasha in. What I hate the most is that men have to make all the decisions when it comes to getting engaged. I get it. Women are listening and cringing. Like, Fuck you. We do all the planning for weddings. Listen, ladies, we have to be the one who decides to give you a ring. Yeah. You know what Except I mean? Except like, my parents. What happened there? My mom told my dad we're getting married. And they've been married ever since? Yeah. That's awesome. But why did she tell? Was she pregnant or something? She, uh, they had one kid and then one on the way. Ah, so she, she was, was like, like, yeah, we're getting married. Yeah, that's... That's yeah. yeah. I used to feel about it because I I have obviously listen to me. I have like commitment issues. You think so? I think so. I don't think they're crazy. I mean, if you were single right now, you know your commitment. How like you've you've been in a committed relationship? Uh, yeah, but just like talking about this, being like, oh yeah, I I don't plan for the future with relationships. Really, Sorry. it's it it. Sorry, babe. Here's the thing. And um, with Tasha, here, here's why women want, they want to be locked down because there's this sad tradition where men will, you know, uh, you know, unfortunately, it's, it's, it's not, it's hard to not sound sexist saying this. Um, men will, will like get a younger chick. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like if you're not married and like have these contract and a house together, it's like, I break up. It's like no loss. But then the, but then society sees a woman as a 36 year old divorcee. And unfortunately, there's that looks different than a male thirty six year old divorced guy. It's just you know what I mean. Like I'm not saying that like that's a new thing, right? Yeah. That's just how. And I think she's like, look, you're not gonna like treat me like I'm not gonna waste the prime of my life messing around with a guy if he's not gonna take me seriously. Yeah. I could never be like even at my age now, twenty nine years old, and go to some fucking twenty year old chick, especially the twenty year olds that are out now. Fuck no, dude. I just worked closely with a 22-year-old on a show. Wrote with her for two months. And Jesus Christ. What was she missing relationship material-wise? Well, I mean, I never would have even thought. Just like the immaturity and like just the way that they look at the world. And I'm not speaking on behalf of every single 22-year-old. I know actually some really cool young people. But like maybe I sound like the old dude. 29 to 22 is not it, a big gap. It's not a big gap, but, but it's not 39 to 32. No. It's, it's, you're talking about someone who just got out of college or that age. Yeah, and she's also like this actress girl, so there's that. Oh, jeez. But like, I don't know. Fuck, I, man. Here's the thing I've dated a lot of actresses. It's weird. Especially at that and these age, Kristen's, like fresh into like, Hollywood. Like, dude, I can only have so many conversations on even just a friend level about your fucking headshot. Yeah. I don't give a shit, dude. Yeah. I always look at Kristen Stewart, right? She's dating Robert Pattinson. A good Are looking still? Brit. I don't think so. I think she's gay now, to be oh, honest. Yeah. I think she's That uh, sounds right. She's munching the carpet. Yeah, yeah. Good for her. Uh, yeah. Um, but um Stanley Steamer. She uh but she uh she had to make out with her director. 
I'm good. What, beer-wise? Yeah. I'm good. She had to make it with her director. It's like, really? Like, there's just... And I was saying this actresses. I know dudes are the same way with like, what are you talking about? Dudes always want the next best thing. It's like, what? why isn't something just good enough? I was looking at Tasha this morning. I was like, man, I love you. Like, you're beautiful. Like, I'm just... You know, obviously... Don't I don't even want to talk about the new thing. She's got me on this cleanse we're starting. I'll have to talk to you later about it. Like, I'm not ready to <laughs> talk about it in the air, but it involves something going in my asshole. No shit. I'm not talking like a Literally dildo. Literally no shit. Yeah, no shit. I'm not talking about like a dildo, but like I had to, I had to like spray something on my asshole. An and I'm cupping my balls last night. I got the mirror behind me. And you had to hold, yeah, and I got the mirror behind me. I'm cupping my balls, and she's trying to watch me do it. And I was like, yeah, no, honey. You're not getting you a glimpse at my asshole. You're not watching me. Like, the one thing she ain't seeing is my asshole. Yeah. I don't think she's ever, she's, you know, she's tried to stick a finger in there playfully. Like, whenever I'm, like, in a compromised position, she tries to stick a finger in my ass, and it makes me feel like the biggest piece of shit. <laughs> like, yeah. like, I was like, look, you're not, as I like, go around the corner. And she goes around the corner, and she looked like a kid, like, seeing Santa Claus for the first time. She kept peeking around the corner, trying to, and I would keep bending over, getting ready to put the shit in my asshole. And she's looking at me, I'm like, go the fuck away. Like, I'm not I, kidding. I like how you're like, I'll talk to you about it later. And then you go into this <laughs> full discretion. No, I didn't want to say what the cleanse was about, because it's not like... It's it's you know by not mentioning it it probably sounds weirder you than have a fungus what it is. On your asshole? No, I don't have a fungus, but she's convinced that you know like uh, parasites and uh, we, neither one of us have like worms coming out of our eyeballs, but like she's got us like she wants us to do like an intestinal cleanse, whatever. And part of it is like you know you put some like powder. I mean, it's really no different than like if you've ever had jock if you ever had jo- jock itch before. I used I to get it all right the time. Now. Yeah, baseball. I'd get it with you put a cup on and you're all steamy. You just spray, it's like an antifungal spray. It's yeah. like a, you know you get it, the same thing. Athlete's foot. It's the same shit. Sometimes you know you got to spray that on your balls. You spray it on your taint, your ass. It's a nice cool. Sometimes you spray it upside down accidentally and the freon kicks in. Mm-hmm. You ever do that where you spray it upside down and it's liquid nitrogen up your butt? Uh, I've never had to spray anything on my asshole, but I did have to use like uh, jockage creams when I was younger. Yeah, but with that, you know, you're doing it yourself. Player. Yeah, you know. And it's for me, it's like a run, hike, it's hot. Yeah, you get like athletes, whatever, jock itch, whatever. Yeah. It's all the same day. Some, it's a fungal thing. It's but a weird wrinkly skin area down there. Like it's going to rub and get She's never dated like, itchy, I'm like right? the first real athlete I think she's dated. And you're not like, even a real athlete. Right. <laughs> she actually, well, that's I'm definitely not wearing that shirt. Uh, yeah. But um, anyway, so so she's she had it in her head that we're going to do this whole thing. And, and um, I'll, 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 I haven't done it yet, so it's not worth mentioning. But this was like the precursor dusting of my, my, my asshole. And I just you wouldn't. Got a base, that's what it was? You were getting a base coat? Basically, like you ever turkey based? You ever? That's not a sexual term. You ever use a baster on a turkey? Yeah. You kind of liquid thing. It was like that, but it was like a. It was. It, it looked you like. You shove that up your ass. You know those things you fan a fire with the little accordion yeah. things. It was like that that you hold with one hand, and it's got some like powder in it, and you're just supposed to put it in your butt. Not in. in not in your ass. Just like a. On it. You ever um. You ever you ever see a movie where like the detective dusts for prints? Mm-hmm. That's what you're doing into your asshole. You're dusting on, for prints. Into your asshole or onto your asshole? Onto Those your are two asshole. Different things. Onto your asshole. So you're just drying your asshole out? Pretty much. Yeah. And you're just putting some powder on your ass. But the powder is like this. It's this. It's basically, this is going to sound crazy. I mean, if he has, it sounded crazy already. It's basically like dried up and crushed uh, micro crustacea. So oh, it's diatomaceous earth. Th- how the fuck did you know what this I was? I have that shit in my closet. You know what that's for? What's it for? It fucking kills bed bugs. Well, that's not what we're using it for. 
But but what are you using it for? It's for parasites. Yeah. But that's interesting. You got bed bugs in your ass. I got, <laughs> I got bed bugs chilling. Damn. That's fucking hilarious. That's in, that's so wait, what's it called again? Ditomaceous earth. Look at you. Yeah, it's uh it's in, like just like you said, it's so it's, it's crushed up like micro organisms. It's crushed basically like seashells. Sh- like natural earth shells. So like a natural coral or a natural um, almost like a porcelain, just but made by the earth. It's supposed to be good for the dog too. Like we, sp- we, so we dusted it onto our garden. We dusted it onto the dog's bed. Like it's supposed to be good for for mites for dogs, which every dog's got to have that, those issues. You know, mm-hmm. we've had to uh, put flea. You know, I didn't flea. know that you could uh, like imbibe that and put that in your body. Do you know how it kills them? I don't know, but it's on my ass, and I farted, and a ghost came out. <laughs> like it literally, <laughs> it looks like cocaine. Like if TSA it's had really to lo- had to strip search me, they'd be like, "You've got cocaine up your butt." Yeah, and I'd be like, "No, it's shellfish it's- crushed. <laughs> it's nothing. <laughs> it's something white people are doing now." <laughs> oh my god! Excuse me, sir. Um, you got look. When I'm not around, you you do you bend over. You put you just you hey, put man. some of that into your ass. You yeah, let me know. Well. You could put anything you want on, dude. I had fucking, t- I had a man pond in earlier. You had a what? A man pond. What's that? Before you got here, I had to take it out. Just like when you're unsure about if, whether or not you cleaned your gutter. Good oh, enough. a tampon for man? Yeah. You <laughs> just take a fucking Kleenex, fold it into a square, just right, slide it right you, in between your cheeks. You didn't wipe your ass good enough to know. No, I did. I just wipe- wasn't sure. Unless, unless and I it, have- it was, it was a hot day in the office. So you had to put a man pond on. So the swamp didn't, uh, what, flood? Yeah. Look at what, Our president's trying to drain the damn swamp. There you and go. And he hit me instead. And he's going to find a bunch of wet man ponds. Yeah. Um, you roll up. You I roll, roll up. It, I swear. You put fucking You're shellfish on your You're judging me asshole. for dusting my taint. <laughs> Which, yeah, I missed the first one. I, ju- I tried to. I tried to <laughs> p- Tasha just- applied hers in like some cute little way. She's going to kill me. Yeah, I don't think this is too weird. I, I tried to do like the whole like set, like. You know, like the center who hikes the Were football. You trying to be sexy I tried to go legs like long, like what, like wide apart, and go underneath and kind of and dust and dust the bum. But um, I hit, I just hit taint and balls. So then I had to tap my balls, and they just poof, 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 dust came out. Damn. Yeah. So do you know how that stuff works? No. So any like uh, exoskeleton uh, parasite or bug insect, it gets that shit on its exoskeleton. Because it's so fine, it it gets in the crevices of their exoskeleton and causes them to be completely immobilized, and then they just die. So I'm paralyzing You're these paralyzing microorganisms with my crop dusting. Mm-hmm. I'm literally <laughs> wow. This is in, this is riveting stuff. I literally everyone listening is like, all right, we're done. We can't deal with the visual. If anyone listening is an animator, can you please make me a quick animation of this di- uh, what's it called? Ditomaceous earth. That is so... We didn't call it the earth part, just ditomaceous. Yeah. But that's what it is. And it, it, it's like lime. It's just... It's very like um, fine. It just looks like baby powder. Is it expensive? Um, I don't know. I don't remember. So it's sh- been... I, I fucking had bed bugs about three... Four years ago, my old apartment, and we had to get that shit. Dude, bed bugs is the worst. I've never had to deal with it, but, you know, I've lived in, like... But you got asshole bugs. But I got asshole bugs, so what's worse? I don't know. Although, I'll say this. My butt's not itchy. Not before or after I powdered it up. Like, I was like, look... let me say this. My butt's butt's not 
full of shit. It was just a precaution. No, yours, you got an issue. No. You got a wiping problem. No, I don't have an issue because I filled it with a tissue. Well, they got those new, they got those new, um, I've never been a wet wipe guy. Oh, I I love them. I know I would. I know I would, but I I just have never, it's like, that's why I'm insecure about it. So like I walk out of the bathroom after going because I'm a wet wipe guy. I'm a baby wipe. Well, you got to dry wipe after your wet wipe. Nah. Yeah. You go wet to dry. I love drying off in my Adidas brand. What do you use the, uh, use the uh, automatic air blow, the hand blow dryer. I get the Dyson air blade. You just do a downward dog next to it. The Dyson air blade just right between my ass cheeks. If you could only dry off though, that way, that would be nice. Here's the truth behind that though. I've used baby wipes for so long. I have them in the fucking bathroom right now. If I shit like at work, I'm just a little bit insecure. So then I have to fold up one for the road. (laughs) Do you whistle when you do it? Yeah. People in the next (laughs) hour are like, he's Uh, he's he's doing a man pond over there. It's the man pond whistle. (laughs) (laughs) It's your asshole whistling as it goes in. I always say the joke, uh, girl's ass is so tight, she farts, sounds like a whistle. <laughs> I can't even whistle I'm laughing. Uh, anyway, do we got to go? We got a few. We got no, we got, we got we seven minutes. An hour. Oh, we haven't even had an hour. I can't believe you knew what that saying was. Or can I get some of your hand, magic hands? Ooh, Tasha said, can I get some of your magic hands on my right shoulder when you get home? It's so knotted up and painful. That's all she needs me for. Can we call her and let her know that you know do this it. stuff? Because this is, this is like... You want to take some? No, we got like a five-pound bag of it. I know. We literally are so... Um, Dude, I have some in my, like, just for precaution when we moved in here. I sprinkled some along my bed. If you go in my room right now, you can see it. Hello? Kasha. Hello? Hello. Hi. Hello. Hi. I'm with Channing. We did a last-minute podcast before my mic tonight. It sounds so echoey. Is that because I'm on the air? Yes. Hey, Tosh. Hello. Hi. Um, guess what, Channing? I, I didn't mean to talk about this, <laughs> but I was explaining how my, uh, my butt dusted, uh, got, you know, <laughs> I was explaining how, uh, how we were dusting for fingerprints on the taint area and how you acted like a kid trying to sneak in and see Santa Claus kissing mom, <laughs> which, which I'm proud to say, I don't think you actually saw my asshole. That's going to be the, the white whale. I'm not going to let you see it. Um, but anyway, I've never seen your butthole. I don't think Dude, you've seen I my would, butthole. She's seen your butthole. That, but here's a beauty. Like, guys see girls' buttholes all the time. You know yeah. what I mean? Reverse this, whatever. Shit happens. Girls don't fuck... Like, there's no way for a girl to fuck a guy and see his asshole unless you're doing mirror play. Tosh, how often Pretty do you sure see... I've seen your butthole, babe. How often do you see it? I haven't seen it in a while. I'm on a locked door bowel movement policy. Locked door. I'm I not, can get behind that. There are some things that should just... You shouldn't share. No, you can't get behind it because it's locked. <laughs> but get, but get this. I'm trying to explain to him what this shellfish thing is, and 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 guess what? Guess who? Guess who owns some of this crushed shellfish? Who? Your boy Channing Apodaca. So tell me about its uses, Channing, because I really just let Amazon convince me that I needed it. I have only used it to kill bed bugs and beyond. Can you hear me, Tosh? Yeah, I can hear you. All right, yeah, yeah, that's one of the things that it said on Amazon. It basically said, you know, it it's good for killing anything with an exoskeleton. Exactly. So you can kill fleas with it. You can put it on, you know, spray it on the dog's bed or the couch, and it's non-toxic, and it's all natural. And What's yeah. in my ass that yeah. has an exoskeleton? Yeah, why does Dave need it on his asshole? Am I not Parasite. digestive uh, shrimp? On your filthy ass. 
parasites well, have exoskeletons? Well, maybe, maybe it. I'm not positive about this, but parasites are mostly worms, right? But I think they lay eggs, and so I think the point is to prevent them the eggs from being viable. How does our sex life recover from dusting our buttholes? You know, I think this is just part of getting older. There's a lot of gross stuff that happens in in your long-term relationship that you just like have to be okay with. What if I'm watching I... my midwife show now? Having oh, babies is really gross. She's watching people this like BBC show about them. midwives. Only the BBC people would poop have that. when they're giving birth. Let me ask you this, and Tasha. It's all normal stuff. If yeah. you give birth and I catch you shit, I'm going to do the most Catholic thing ever and pretend it never happened. <laughs> I'm going to pretend you didn't Talk shit on the baby. She's going to birth. She's going to take a shit, and it's going to come out powdery. I don't need the first... <laughs> it's going to poof. Well, glad we killed its exoskeleton. <laughs> God forbid I, you fucked a crustacea. I've, and I've always said this. I've, the only food I've never really enjoyed is crustacea. I don't like shrimp or lobster. I don't do shell or I don't do seafood. Period. You don't do seafood at all. Really, no seafood. Nothing, dude. Jeez, too much diatomaceous. Get behind some diatomaceous. That sounds like a character in the Old Testament. Yeah. Like, please turn to diatomaceous chapter three. Is that how you say it? Um, I think so. I mean, any listener out there who wants to, you know, phonetically. This episode uh, is sponsored by Dynamaceous. Yeah. Dust your butthole. Earth. I, I, well, I if had we have no any idea. listeners that are experts in this, I'd be curious to know. Yeah, send us photos to sex... Put it on my tomato ac- plants because I feel like there's some bugs eating my tomato plant leaves. So I sprinkled it on my tomato plants. Our plant, house so is we'll covered see. in shellfish dust. <laughs> is it shellfish? What is it? It's just I shells. I think it's like things that are like millennia old. How are you putting shit into my asshole and you don't know what it is? The internet told me to. The internet told her to. There's a lot that. of shit getting shoved Boy, into assholes people are on the internet. You got to be careful, Tosh. What sort of comment thread did Tasha go down that we have <laughs> shellfish dust in our butts? <laughs> I literally took a shit and I wiped, and it felt like I was like dusting off a you know a Dunkin' Donut. It felt weird. <laughs> like it just slid right off. You're gonna have to shave your asshole because it's gonna get trapped in there. I'm not shaving. If, when I get stressed, I pull a few hairs out of my butt. That's yeah. how I deal with pain. What's wrong with you? That's how I self-flagellate. I shave my asshole. You shave your asshole? I got to make room for man puns. So, so Channing... Oh, uh, fuck you. Channing... How would you describe it? Chan, Channing uh, likes to... Uh, I don't like to. ...insulate his butt cheeks after a wipe. What not every. Mean? It's not every time. If he, if he doesn't know it's during the... during moments uh, of insecurity. That's it. If he doesn't know the result... Put it this way, sure or unsure, he's unsure. I don't uh, insulate. What does that mean? He man, he man pawns. Time, time to time. It's where you take toilet paper or a tissue or a napkin that you might just have lying around. You fold it up into a little square and you just gently nestle it in between your cheeks for a short period of time for safety. Oh. Okay. I mean, that's not the weirdest thing I've ever heard. I thought you were like literally sticking toilet paper inside your booty hole. No. Okay. I mean, I don't know. I prefer, I'm of the wet wipe. Dude, that's what we were just talking about. You don't use wet wipes. Yeah, I do. I use the little face wipes in there. You use my face wipes? (laughs) And then you put them back in? I got those at TJ Maxx. I got a good deal on my face wipes. It's going to be hard to find those again. I mean, face wipe or baby wipe, they kind of do the same thing. So if I want to make sure... I'm extra clean. Which it's types face of wipe. face wipes do you use? Do you use the ginseng ones? 
or the I don't know whichever one's on top. You probably have the most moisturized. Acai, I think, is the one I've been you, using. You've been wiping your the ass with people murder each other for acai. That comes from like a remote and Amazon you're literally village. Literally wiping your ass with it. That's why people hate America. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I wanted to get to the bottom. No pun intended. Of this. Um, shellfish dust but i wanted you to know i didn't want you to feel like i was going around the corner i just when i want uh, info on um how to dust my butthole channing provides it all right so this is what it says and i guess i'm just you know an idiot for not knowing what diatomaceous earth is but it it says it says a natural product composed of ground freshwater diatomaceous earth which explains nothing to me i'm looking at the bag i don't know exactly what it is it's going to require a google search chaining says that it it pretty much immobilizes your shells so it gets stuck in between the shells exoskeleton exoskeleton excuse me dr channing so it paralyzes them yeah yeah and i think it dries out eggs i think yeah that's why i think they so recommend it i feel bad for the one person who listens to this on their lunch break <laughs> like they got this powdered donut they've been waiting to eat they're like eating sushi eat stuff i mean they say as part of a parasite cleanse that you can you're supposed to like dissolve a teaspoon in your drink in the morning or like morning and night. I don't, I don't know the specifics, but you know, you can actually ingest it. It's safe to eat. It's safe to like feed to the dog. It's safe to put on the dog's skin. Well, let's do this. Our next episode will be post parasite cleanse. So stock up on your acai face wipes. Taj, was it, was this, I called you Taj, Taj Maori, Taj, was this a preventative or do you guys have a parasite problem that Dave's not owning up to? Uh, My butt does not itch. Well, I think we have a parasite problem, um, and I was reading up on the symptoms, and you know, IMDb got or what is it? What's the IMDb? IMDb. What's the other one? Your Web parasites MD? have been here, have been in your ass so long that they have credits. Out. Tasha likes to run it by movie critics before she rotten tomatoes. <laughs> I got a rotten tomato but in my butt, eighty six percent. Here's the thing. Um, I, according to the internet, you know, people That's say great. that. That everybody gets parasites. You probably get them hundreds of times over the course of your lifetime. Sometimes they just like run their course. They die off by themselves. They let themselves out. And other times they don't. Um, But when I was looking over the symptoms, like, you know, bellyache and not being regular and headaches and inflammation and muscle pain and tiredness. And like, you know, it's all stuff that sounds just sort of normal but it's also stuff that's like well if you can take care of this by just doing a cleanse this weekend that sounds like yeah if it's preventable that's why i'm on i don't want my knees to hurt anymore like if i can you know minimize inflammation in my body and prevent headaches that sounds like a good idea if i'm getting better nutrition because i'm actually absorbing my food instead of like some tapeworm or something eating it all that sounds like a win but i think it's important now we talk a lot about shame and and how we've silenced um real issues and you know we were talking before about the uh, pcos cyst right Mm -hmm. The thing that that a lot of women get that, you know, and it's like, hey, you know what? Maybe this is the maybe this is the podcast that talks about um, cleansing, um, you know, shellfish out of our butts. Like, like there's no reason it's if it's not going to you know, we're not trying to sell this shit to be if we were trying to sell this shit to people, I would feel like we're running a cult. We're just letting people in on our embarrassing, honest life, which is fine. Which means uh, we're going to be spending a lot of time on the toilet this weekend. And I'm working Friday to Sunday, everybody. 
So that'll be fun. <laughs> I'm gonna need a man. I'm gonna need more than need a man, man pun. pun. I'm gonna need a brawny dude. You're gonna have one unsure day, and just because now it's put in your head, you're gonna go shit. Dude, I was I'm gonna need a man pun. I was looking for um, I was looking for potty pads for the dog pee pads, and I stumbled upon um, male uh, depends. Let me tell you, they've rebranded. What's the difference between male depends and female depends? I don't know they've got, they're just like a bigger size, and they've they've got like I don't know. The pack is blue. Yeah, it's blue. When when you when you pee, it, it comes in a color. Or I don't know. But I was just thinking, like, shit. And, and, and they didn't use an old person. That's how politically correct the world is. They use, like, a fit young guy. It's like old people are using Depends, not fit young guys. Yeah. And, like, the commercials on TV, they, like, put a woman, like a youngish woman, in tight pants to be like, you can't even see it. Like, they want to advertise that you can, like, still wear your tight pants with your Depends underwear. Bullshit. Bullshit. You guys remember the uh, astronaut that, like, drove from Ohio to Florida to, like, bust in on her cheating ex or something, right? Yeah, she was or, like, crazy. What? And she she wore Depends the whole way. She, she drove wore... and she wore Depends. She's shitting so herself? So that she wouldn't have to stop. I think she was peeing. I think Depends yeah. are more for liquids than shitting yourself. I don't think that's really going to solve too many of your issues. I could be wrong. <laughs> anyway, we've we've gone down a dark, uh, a wormhole, as it were. Uh, yeah. Uh, so hopefully we get rid of these worms and, um, then it's a butthole. Um, so just a regular butthole, just a regular butthole. So <laughs> that's the name of the episode, a regular butthole folks. All right, Tasha, I'll be home in a bit. All right. All right. We're going to do chili tonight. And are we going to, are you going to hike with me in the morning? Oh, you're going to need a yeah, man Yeah, that pond. sounds amazing. All right. But here's the caveat. We can go to Waffle House, not, not Waffle House, the franchise, but the like Waffle Place. the Waffle yeah. Place, which is a, like a nicer ripoff Waffle House, but we have to go to Runyon Canyon. No. Nope, that's it. We're going to go to but Runyon. Then I don't want waffles anyway. We're going to take the dog to Runyon, and then we're going to get a waffle on the way back. Uh, I don't know. I put cocaine. I put non-lethal cocaine into my butthole. <laughs> you can at least go to Runyon Canyon with me. I'll think about it. Okay, that's a no. I'll talk to you in a little bit. All right, do you, bye. Do you have anything you want to promote to the uh, listeners? Got nothing. You don't want to uh, promote? What was your Facebook post earlier? The number to call? Tasha's. Oh, yeah. Oh, geez. Yeah. Are you going to post this up tonight, babe? Yes. Because I think we could encourage everyone to call their senators and tell them to vote no on the Graham-Cassidy bill. What if, what if all of our listeners are Republican? Well, then maybe they could go to my Facebook page and they could read a few of the articles that I've posted that say how many people are going to lose coverage and how this isn't really about making health care better or giving the power back to the states. It's actually like a go fuck yourself. Yeah, it sounds like it. It sounds like a good go fuck yourself. So Tasha has got an elusive secret page. Is that the one you want people to go to? No, I don't want people to go to my Facebook at all. <laughs> so you, you don't even want me to tell them what that... What? So I'm pu- just saying, like... Just uh, look up Graham Cassidy. Look up Graham Cassidy. Do a little bit of research your on your own. Um, and, and, and keep an open mind. It, it looks like a real bad deal for all of us. Yeah, and I heard that this uh, Graham Cassidy um, uh, health care plan is going to take away uh, the right to dust our assholes. And but by all means, I mean, really, it's just like if you have a pre-existing condition, if you have a loved one who has a pre-existing condition, if you are a woman, if you plan on ever being pregnant, if you're old, 
sick yeah, or poor. I think if you have a baby that's sick, it, like you know what's interesting? I saw it, they're fucked. If you're they're if you're aut- if you're autistic, it's an extra five thousand. But if you had what? a yep, yeah, but if you had a pregnancy that went well, it's an extra twenty seven thousand. Yeah. So you're probably better off being a little autisty than having a kid. No, because somebody still births that child. So, you know, it's like, oh, you had a pregnancy. Okay, let's tack on $20,000 to how much your insurance coverage costs. Oh, your kid has problems. Let's tack on another five to $15,000 to what your insurance costs on top of your premiums, your co-pays, everything else. It's just, it, it's it's not looking out for us. It's a huge scam. The Republicans who are trying to push this through really don't have our best interest at heart. Do you think it's going to go through? Uh, they're doing their best. Boy, it's like their and 17th try. Dude, it, it's a joke. It seems like they're only one vote shy of getting it passed. So it's really up to Arizona, who, Alaska, Maine. Get your shit together and Ohio, share the podcast. Tennessee, West Virginia. <laughs> I mean, if you have a, if you live in a state that has one or more Republican senators, you need to get on the phone. Get on the phone and um, and share this link with your friends. Uh, Tasha, talk to you in a little bit. I'll see you in a little while. We'll make some chili. Sounds and, uh, great. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm sure you're. Uh, I'm sure we bothered you. I'm sure you're in the middle of your midwife show on BBC. So get back to that. Keep burning. Thank through. you so much. <laughs> she did not deny any of that. <laughs> I am I am watching it as we speak. Let me ask you this. How much food have you microwaved in the last two hours? Go. None. So there's a, there's a sitting uh, uh, coffee mug full of water that you forgot that you try to boil tea with. No. Okay, good. I opened a lemon LaCroix and I ate some pita chips. Dude, we are on a lemon LaCroix kick. You have that, LaCroix? I hate that shit. What? It's flavorless. Oh, it's heaven's nectar. No. Okay. All right. It's like phantom flavor. Yeah, it's not supposed to be overwhelmingly sweet and disgusting flavor. It's well, just I don't a like hint. that either. Channing, they're not, a, they're a, a major drinker. sponsor on the TSAP podcast here, just so you know. LaCroix, LaCroix <laughs> thanks Mango to, has to your been. French uncle. <laughs> yeah. All right. I'll talk to you. Bye, Tom. Love you. Bye. All right. Well, okay, what else before we get out of here? Um, that took some turns. Yeah, that's, that's what they do. Podcasts take turns. What are you going to do? That's what you they listen do. to this. You listen to this shit. This is what we got. This is where we are. You're driving. We started off talking about death, and then we got into our just fucking disgusting and then, assholes. And then we and then we talked about just killing off crustacea, like it's like they don't have homes. I looked it up. Yeah, you want to read it, or should we just get out of here? Yeah, read it. Sure. All right. Diatomaceous earth consists of the fossilized remains of diatoms, a type of hard-shelled protists or cristophytes. Oh, it is fuck. used as a filtration aid. Mild abrasive in products including metal polishes and toothpaste, mechanical insecticide, absorbent for liquid. Oh, you can brush your teeth with it. Pre- you can do anything, dude. It's in uh, cat litter, blood clotting. It's in fucking dynamite. Rub a little on your dick, you last longer. There you it's go. It's abrasive though. You last <laughs> a little longer with your ladies. Hey, take it from Uncle Dave over here. Rub a little diametis on your cock and balls. Kill those crabs. Give those crabs. Where does it Give get those you? crabs a run for their money. You know what? You, you're hitting in the chick who's been hitting all the guys. You don't know what she's got? Rub no. a little powder on your canes. Tell her you're going to do some blow off her, off her fucking coochie. Really, so this is a little bit of diatomaceous earth. Here's what you do. You get a coochie real right next to the mirror. You're about to blow a line. Instead Scott. of sucking in, you... <laughs> 
You fake a sneeze and you get it all over. She's got a ecosystem growing down there. Yeah. You play Terminator with a magic sprinkler, Dynamacious. She goes, hey, why I the heard. fuck you putting that on me? You say, hey, honey, don't be shellfish. Yeah. We got don't a little fucking I hate you now. All right, let's get out of here. Uh, uh, Channing Apodaca, always a pleasure. Thank you. Oh, we hang out so much as friends, though. It's it's good to talk to you in the podcast. But uh, anyway, thanks for the beer. Everyone, uh, where, where can people find you? Um, Burbank. Uh, uh, anywhere in Burbank, pretty oh. much, to where I reside. Not for long. I'm getting out of here, packing up, moving. Um, we'll have to podcast really, from your new place. I don't. Yeah, it's a great place too. Great place. I don't have uh, any dates right now. I've been working on other stuff. What's your social? Um, other Channing on Twitter at other Chan- at the other Channing on Instagram. Go follow get me, it, man. Go follow him. Also, say hi. Uh, I want to say I love. I love my girlfriend. Anything I said uh, sounded <laughs> defamatory. Um, I love you regardless. You're great, and you treat me great. And, hey, honey. And, and maybe one day. Listen to Dave's podcast. Just fast forward to the hour 11 minute mark. That's yeah. all you need to do. When we talk about assholes. Crystal, we love you. You're great. You're super sweet. She You're threw beautiful. a surprise party for you, which is amazing. You're not fat. You're beautiful. Yeah, that was amazing. I had to drive an hour to go see you. Jesus Christ. Holy shit. Only, only to get ignored by me. No, it was fun. It was a blast. It was great. I have so much nachos left over. Dude, yeah. I ate way too many slices of $5 Little Caesars. Love it. The Dynamitious. And then I went to go surprise you last, on Friday, at the bowling alley, (laughs) and I bought a beer. I didn't even mention this. I bought a beer, bro. You said you were going to say, I'm going to bowling alley. You want to come? I was like, all right. I go to the bowling alley. I get a beer. I'm surrounded by a bunch of teens, kids looking to get me to buy them liquor. And I'm walking down. I don't have my glasses on. I can't see shit. And I'm walking down. And you look like every single hipster fuck that's at this place. No offense. And, and I do like three loops around. Just a single guy walking down. look like I'm about to bomb the place. And then I call you. And you're like, oh, yeah, we haven't left yet. Well, dude, that's another story. So I killed my Tecate and I went home and got high. Sorry that's about what that. I did. No worries. That's another story for another day. You didn't day. Even roll any balls? I didn't roll any balls. What, am I going to take a lane by myself? Fuck yeah. That's going to be, I decided that's going to be my new hobby. Yeah? I'm going to start bowling. You talking about... Uh, dude, let's do a bowling podcast. Hell yeah. We'll, we'll have to get at least four people on the podcast so we can bowl and like, and like have the conversation. Rotating, yeah. yeah. Or you get uh, lav mics. Dude, that's going to be my new thing. I'm lav? just going to go like just me by myself. Wireless lav mics is a great idea. You can do it on your smartphone. You could hook wireless lav mics right up to the H6 and we could yeah. all just fucking go for it. Yeah. Anyway. It's my new hobby. Catch me at Pickwick uh, Bowl in Burbank. Yeah, he'll be two hours late. So <laughs> <laughs> I'll talk to you later, buddy. Bye. Bye. you you